everyone, my name is Carly Ann, and I'm a health and wellness enthusiast who dropped out of grad school to travel the world and discover my real passion and desire for helping others. And if I'm being completely honest, I'm kind of just figuring it out as I go. I'm on an ever-evolving journey that is often messy, unsure, and a bit crazy at times, but I am choosing crazy over easy. Throughout each episode, I hope you find yourself inspired and motivated to love the journey you are on while also learning to appreciate when things feel like somewhat of a hot mess. Thanks again for tuning in. I am your host, Carly Ann, and this is the Crazy Over Easy Podcast. Hey everyone, and welcome back to the Crazy Over Easy Podcast. We are tuning in from my closet again. So if you hear Malibu come in or if you hear Chev come in, that is just life today. But that is totally fine. And as you all know, that is the crazy over easy life that I am living. But I actually have my mom over today helping me out just because it's been a little bit difficult to get things done, which is totally fine. And I'm sure it is um, a season that many of you guys are in, whether you have kiddos, whether you are still working from home and trying to make those adjustments. I know for me, even when I started working from home, gosh, four years ago now, it still was an adjustment because you're like, oh, wait, the laundry is done. I can do that. Oh, wait, should I throw another load load in? Like, There's always something to get done. Yet, it's sometimes the house to-do list and not the work to-do list. So at the moment, I am working on my work to-do list, and that is getting a podcast out there. So anyways, even though I guess this, it's work, it's my passion project, but you get the point. So if you hear anything crazy, that's just life, and you guys can just join me in my house and my closet. So today, I kind of wanted to talk about where do I start? Where do I begin? How do I start? This is something that I've definitely touched on in a number of episodes, but lately I've been getting a lot of people reaching out asking, hey, where do I even start? And I think that this comes from more of the health fitness perspective, but you guys, you can apply this to all areas of of your life, whether it's a goal that you're trying to work on, whether it's this dream that you have, whether it's building a new home, whether it's starting a relationship, whatever it may be, don't always take it so literally. That's something I have to remind myself is when I hear somebody talking about something, or maybe you go to church or you go to temple or whatever it is, they tell you a message and sometimes you kind of have to dig deeper to figure out how it applies to your life, if that makes sense. So definitely take, you know, what I'm talking about with a grain of salt, but I think more so lately people have been reaching out asking, where do I start when it comes to their health and fitness? And I think a lot of this is, um, I have a lot of mamas reaching out, which is wonderful. And I think it's because if you guys remember, I've talked about how the journey isn't the glamorous part, right? So you guys know I've been on almost a 10-month postpartum journey, but now people are starting to see the tail end of it. I mean, I'm always going to be postpartum, right? I'm always going to be trying to work on things that I maybe didn't have to work on before. I'm going to always have a little bit of a different body. Um, But I think that these people are reaching out, which I absolutely love because they see a little bit more of the end result as opposed to the journey itself. So um, I think a lot of us need to remember that because I know for me in business, I oftentimes get that. You guys know that paralysis by analysis because I'm seeing somebody where I'm looking up to somebody who has already achieved success on some level. So maybe I envy it or maybe I'm just like, oh my gosh, how did they get there? But it's also because I maybe wasn't a part of I maybe wasn't a part of their journey, right? The journey was not the glamorous part for me to watch. It was not the, okay, they're doing this, they're doing this, they're doing this, but 
I'll wait until it's done to then really be able to reflect back and see on what they see what they did. But especially with social media, a lot of us miss that. I think that um, you know time time goes it passes us right we may not even recognize it and i same thing i have some of my best friends who told me a year a year and a half ago that they were working on something and now they have ha- they have it and they achieved it and i'm like wait okay wait we need to meet up and chat like how did you get there what did you do congratulations and so I think it's very natural for us to ask that question of where do I even begin? I am finding that with a lot of my goals and my dreams and business ventures, I am right back there. So you guys know I'm writing a book. When I first started that book, it was where do I begin, right? Where do I even start? And I think oftentimes I jump forward to... um, Not the end result necessarily, but sometimes the end steps. So I think... Let's kind of backtrack... First and foremost, whether it is a health and fitness goal, which especially if it's a health and fitness goal, but maybe it's a career goal, maybe it's a relationship, um, aspiration, whatever it is, it is crucial that you have your why, okay? So particularly for health and fitness, you need to have your why because motivation and determination will not always be there. You guys know I always talk about how it's dedication over motivation and determination because there's just days where you will not have that drive, so you need to have a solid why to come back to. This is also very similar in a business, right? What is that motto? What is the business motto that you have. I think a lot of companies have their core values. They have their mission statement, whatever it is. I think that needs to be illuminated somewhere in your house, somewhere within where your employees can see, whatever it may be. Maybe you and your significant other, if you have this goal, this dream that you want to start your own business, you need to have that motto or tagline or mission statement present so you always go back to it. I think that really helps us with potentially evolving, but always coming back to our core purpose. Same with your why and health and fitness. Those are the days where you have to look at it. I know for me, I'm a visual learner, so I have to have it in my own handwriting up on my mirror or somewhere that it's just, I mean, for me, honestly, right now, sometimes just seeing Caden is my my trigger because that's kind of, he's a big part of my why. Um, seeing Casey, things like that. Right now, you know, a little bit, I'm I'm in a slump when it comes to like having the quote unquote motivation, but what's holding me accountable to my like dedication and my discipline is I think summer is just like, okay, it's nicer out. You have a little bit more of that. Maybe I'll go for a walk. Even if you don't want to get in a workout, you still prioritize movement. But let's be honest, in the dead of winter, I'm like, okay, what's my why? Like, what am I looking forward to? What's my drive? What's my purpose? Obviously, movement is just so important to me, but I think it's also very crucial that we have that why. If you guys listened to my episode with Danielle Wilson last year, that girl lights a fire in you. And I think the episode's called Never Ever Settle. Um, That's a great one. And she really, really emphasizes your why. Also, if you've hired a coach, if they don't ask you what your why is, maybe that's not a coach you want to work with. I think it's really important that we don't just lean into a program We have to have a why because that's going to be your motivator. Maybe that's your motivator to pick the heavier weight. Maybe that's your motivator to get in that extra rep. So have your why. Uh, Maybe you're starting a business, you know, have that mission statement. I know for Casey and I, as a lot of you know, our little tagline is kind of the, I mean, I guess your relationship doesn't need a tagline, but we always went off of like the song I walked down the aisle to and it's, you know, I don't want easy, I want crazy. So when we get in these arguments or we get in these fights or we get in these slumps, we 
kind of went into our marriage telling each other like, hey, we don't want the easy route. Like we would love it, right? Maybe that means less fights, less arguments, but that's not the route that we chose. Our relationship has never fallen on the easy path. Um, and it doesn't doesn't take away from it by being on that crazy path. So for us, it's actually above our bed. We have two little um, small wood home signs that say, I don't want easy, I want crazy. So again, you know, take all this with a grain of salt, but apply it to where you're at. You know, where are you at in your relationship? What do you want out of your relationship? Even if you're married, maybe you've been married for five, 10, 15 years. This doesn't mean you can't go back to the beginning beginning and kind of be like, okay, we need to figure out what is it that we want out of our relationship? What is our why? What do? What's our love language? Whatever it may be. And allow yourself to reset because I think even in a relationship, we can lose that motivation to show up for the other one, right? Like, oh, I'm going to just wear my oversized sweatshirt every single day. But I think sometimes when we get back to that ground of kind of like I said a few weeks ago, you know, who do you show up as on that first date? I think sometimes it helps us just rekindle things and um, I don't know, just hold us to a different standard. So that is kind of with the beginning of where do I begin? Okay. So I'm probably going to focus a little more on health and fitness, but having that why is going to be big. I think another thing that is crucial, you have to have that goal that you're striving for, but recognize that once you reach that quote unquote end goal, a new one will probably show up. Okay. So don't limit yourself. Don't look at it as, okay, I've reached this. Like now I get complacent, always be growing, always be evolving. But once you find that current end goal, right? Maybe that current thing you're striving for, whether it's a vacation, a honeymoon, uh, a wedding, maybe just feeling better in your skin. I think it's very important that you then break that down into smaller attainable goals. Okay. I know for me, I've had to really back off of things and look at less is more, okay? Do not, in my opinion, do not go into doing absolutely nothing or having zero idea where to start and jumping into five five to six days a week. Some people can do it. No problem. I know when I first reached out to a coach, I hit that ground running, started lifting five days a week and crushed it. But I was also at a place in my life where I was working out seven days a week because I was drilling myself into the ground thinking that was how I achieved health or that perfect body or whatever it is. So for me, five days a week was actually dialing it back. But again, we want to set ourselves up for success, okay? So if you are no idea where to begin, you figure out that why, start moving two to three days a week, okay? I don't care if it's a walk. I don't care if it's yoga. Do something so at the end of the day, you've accomplished something. At the end of the week, you've accomplished what you set out to do. Hey, my goal was to move two to three days this week. Awesome, I did that. You bettered yourself this week than you did last week, okay? And then each week you grow upon that. Again, stick with the two to three days a week. Maybe you add five minutes. Maybe the body weight workout you did last week, you now add weights, okay? You guys, this is the same thing for a business goal or a business aspiration, okay? You need to have that big overall goal. For me, for instance, right now, it's writing that book. When I started out with writing the book, the first thing I thought of was like, well, how do you even publish a book, right? So I jumped all the way to the end and was like looking up how you publish books. You guys, I didn't even have any words written down. I then had to take a step back and was like, hey, I can't publish anything unless I've written something. So then I gave myself, I spent some weeks kind of outlining, hey, these are like 10 to 15 core ideas I would love to elaborate on. From there, I broke them down into kind of chapters, if you will. Once I really got into the writing aspect of it, I set a goal of one chapter a week, okay? So I did one chapter a week for about 15 weeks. Then I was like, okay, the next 15 weeks are going to be editing. So it gave me that 
that fudge room. So I was going to quote unquote edit one chapter a week, but I also hadn't finished all the chapters when I initially, you know, set out like I was. Sometimes one chapter ended up spilling into two chapters or two chapters ended up going into one chapter. So you adapt, you evolve as you go on the journey. So it's, you know, having your plan, but also recognizing that it will, some weeks will alter this health and fitness journey of yours. If you have kiddos, I'm, I can guarantee you they're going to wake up during their nap time when you had intended on getting in an hour workout, right? Try and set yourself up for success. Maybe that means looking at your week ahead and being like, hey, this day I really need to wake up early before your little one wakes up or before you start work so you can get in that 30 minutes of movement. Maybe 30 minutes doesn't feel like enough for you. That's fine. Find the time that is going to work for you. But again, set yourself up for success. Two to three days a week, you guys. It does not need to be crazy. Same with this goal of yours. You have these crazy dreams. You guys, find two to three days a week where you can spend 30 minutes on that goal, okay? I know a lot of you have reached out and you've actually said how... You know, you've been in a transition of work or a boss is making you unhappy and you're not just really sure how to transition elsewhere. Maybe you take two to three days a week to research other areas of your life that you're interested in. Maybe it's two to three days a week that you spend on getting that personal training certification or getting that real estate license. These things that you kind of have thought about diving into, but at the same time, it goes back to, well, where do I begin, right? Well, Where do I begin is going to look different for a lot of us because it it depends on where you're at. If you are completely at the beginning, then again, find that why, find that drive. You want your real estate license? Okay, why? If it's money-driven, totally fine. If it's um, the uh, flexibility of hours, awesome. Maybe it works perfectly for your family that you are working so hard to just create a little more balance in, awesome. We need to have that reason because for one, it gives more of a purpose behind it, right? I know for me, I do go through seasons where there isn't really a strong reason why I'm working out or why I'm eating healthy or focusing on movement other than the fact that it's the lifestyle that I want to lead. I do feel like sometimes it's easier when, you know, oh, I have a vacation that's coming up or um, a wedding or a bachelor party or bachelorette party, whatever it is. Or, you know, maybe you are postpartum and you're just like, okay, I really want to feel a certain way by the one year anniversary or one year birthday of my little one. I think it is easier when you have some things like that, but then what happens after, right? So that is why it's really important that you have that why, because you might hit that goal that you think you're striving for, but then you don't want to get complacent and you don't want to stop. You want to have something that continues to keep you motivated to take that next step and to show up for yourself when that natural motivation, that natural drive is not there. So that is where in all aspects of all goals, health and fitness, business, relationships, whatever it is, you know, you go back to to that to that big strong mission statement or that why. So now you have you've broken down things into smaller steps, smaller goals. And if it is a weight loss goal, maybe it is a number that you have, but you need to give yourself smaller goals cuz for one the scale will not always give you that motivation or that, um, I don't know, that checkoff kind of, of like, okay, I'm, I'm, I'm taking the small steps. It needs to be photos. It needs to be other forms of measurement, clothing, whatever it may be. Same with, uh, you know, my book, for instance, I feel like it's never ending. I'm like, well, I guess I could always change this, or I guess I could always change that. But if I want to be done with a writing session, feeling accomplished, I can't feel accomplished or I can't, um, allow like finishing the book to be my, my, accomplishment, right? 
for that weekend, in that moment that I'm writing, I need to start off with a goal for that day. Hey, I'm going to read through three chapters and edit them. That needs to be my goal. That needs to be something so at the end I feel accomplished. For instance, instance, this last weekend, writer's juice was just not flowing, but I worked on my book for about six hours because I had certain edits I needed to make, certain quotes I needed to figure out and how I wanted to pull them, and just really dove into being the audience, if you will. I wanted to be the reader. So I had to switch things up because I was like, okay, this is where my mind is at today. Creativity isn't flowing, but I need today to be successful. So maybe that's also your health and fitness, right? Today, you're maybe not feeling your best. Uh, you you started that workout and it, you just weren't in the right mindset. That's fine. Maybe when your little one wakes up or maybe in between on your lunch break, in between calls, you go out for that long intentional walk. You can switch things up, but it's just, it's going to be, make sure you don't, push aside things when they get hard okay I know sometimes I look at a workout and I'm like "Mm, maybe I'll change this like I just don't know if I'm in the mood for that today that's not what we want to do right things are going to be hard we don't want to turn our back to hard work I think that's also a big reason why a lot of us don't start okay so where do I begin begin by recognizing it's going to take hard work bottom line, whatever your goal is, a relationship is hard work, right? Getting a promotion is hard work. Sitting and doing emails is hard work. So recognizing that no matter what, it's going to take hard work. That is very important. I unfortunately am sometimes somebody who does um, push away from hard work. I fear hard work sometimes. And I think it's just because that means there's an opportunity for failure. Um, Not necessarily that hard work equivalates is equivalent to, whatever that word is. Not necessarily that hard work is equivalent to a failure, but often in a lot of goals that I have for myself or a lot of dreams that I have myself, that is where I attribute hard work. It's like, okay, this big thing that I wanna do is gonna take hard work. It might lead to failure. Or there's some things that Casey and I really wanna do with the house, right? We don't own our house yet. And so there's certain things that require us a lot of hard work. And not that it means failure, but it also means potentially huge like financial struggles, right? Or financial um, scares, like a, a financial fear because of, you know, owning a home or doing a project on a home. And so there's always that chance of failure or that chance that fear might stop you. So again, that is when you have to go back to that why and your drive and your your mission for what you're doing, because I can guarantee you that hard work or that fear or that chance of failure, it will stop you if your why isn't strong enough. Um, and it might be, you might be like, okay, well, why is that that's silly when it comes to like building a home or whatever it is. But for us, there's things that, you know, in a, for us in our relationship that we've really wanted to do with owning a home. And so for us, it comes back to that strong, um, I don't know, that strong thing that we, in our marriage, like we've worked so hard for everything that we have. And so for anything, it's like this sense of pride, if that makes sense within our relationship, like what we've been able to do. I mean, you guys, when Casey and I met, I was making $700 a month. He was my manager. So I think he was making like a little under a thousand, maybe a thousand dollars a month. Um, And so for us, like it definitely wasn't a monetary thing, but then you move back to reality and you're like, okay, (laughs) that won't cover the bills. So everything that we've worked towards, um, had a lot of hiccups along the way. As you guys know, we had a failed business, uh, you know, even when it comes to, uh, you know, our relationship, you know, going through the miscarriage and, you know, the hospital bills. Cause unfortunately, like, I don't know when it comes, I'm not good when it comes to insurance, but anyways, we had to pay thousands of dollars for our miscarriage and then Caden being in the NICU. So there's always going to be something. So for us being able to do these house projects shows us this different level of like, oh my gosh, we are able to do this. Right. But again, it's a fail. It's a fear of 
fear of losing money. And anyways, I'm going off on tangents. You get what I'm saying. So going back to everything of where do I begin, you know, you have, you just have to have that baseline of the reason that you are driving forward. So um, another big thing I think for all of us, do not be afraid to ask for help. Okay, that is something that I'm learning. Um, the other day, I sent a voice message to my business mentor, and I was just like, "Hey, I just need to hear from you that uh, my book, and then I'm working on a new business venture that I've told you guys about. I needed. I was like, I just, I know, I believe in it, but I need to hear from you. Like, you know, you are on the right path. It is going to be difficult. I needed to hear that hard work is it. 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 It's there, right? We all have to do that hard work, but for some reason. I just sometimes need that person for accountability. I need that person to um, inspire and motivate me, give me that positive, re-encourage- positive reinforcement, but also a little bit of that tough love, right? Like she sent me the nicest message back telling me all the tough love or all the positive reinforcement, but also the tough love of don't don't turn your back to the hard work, right? Don't, don't uh, cut corners. Don't try and, you know, sell yourself short. This is going to be hard. And so I think it's really important to recognize that asking for help is a big thing. I know Casey and I take a lot of pride in, like I was talking about, our house. And we don't want to ask for help from our parents. But I talked to my parents and they needed help from their parents to co-sign or whatever it is to help them get to where they are today. And I think a lot of us are so prideful that we don't want to ask for help. Uh, maybe, you know, those of you who are stuck on where do I even begin, like when with your health and fitness journey, reach out, ask for help join the Facebook group, uh, follow along, you know, whatever it is and recognize that you can't copy and paste. Um, I think that that's a really hard thing that I know for me, I've read so many self-help books on where do I begin with my business journey? Where do I begin with, um, following hopes and dreams? And I look at these self-help books and I read them and then I try and copy and paste everything. And I, we've talked about this multiple times in this podcast, you know, you try and figure out how they get their to-do list done, or you try and figure out how they, um, set up their morning routine. And we all know you cannot copy and paste. I can share with you guys everything and you'll probably be like, okay, that sounds great. But like this won't work for me. And that's totally fine, right? It's all supposed to be individual. We can take bits and pieces. And that's what I hope you guys do with this podcast is you get that little message, that little tagline somewhere in here that you're like, okay, that's what I needed to hear today. That's what I needed to hear to get over my fears, get over that chance of failure. Stop being afraid of hard work. I just need to take that damn step right? You guys know I have that whole podcast on take the step. You guys, beginning, where do I begin? Yes, we can take that first step. But again, have that thing to come back to. Have that why, because you will do the damn cha-cha. I can promise you. You'll be doing two steps forward, two steps back. Maybe you'll be doing the Cupid shuffle and you'll be going side to side. So beginning is oftentimes the hardest part, but it's not going to be it, it's not going to be the last time that you're you're going to have to figure it out, right? You're going to have those days where you're going to have to wake up and change that mindset and figure out how you keep going. But just know that beginning is the hardest part and you will continue to move forward and take steps forward as long as you have that strong purpose, that strong mission statement, that strong why to come back to things. So um, I think like I was saying, most of the people reaching out, it is health and fitness. So if that is you, I'm going to say, find that why. I'm then going to say, find a program, something that you enjoy, okay? Working out and health and fitness, nutrition, all those things. It needs to be something you can enjoy. So it is sustainable. You will not always enjoy your workout. I promise you, you're going to be like, this is miserable. But if you don't like cycling, don't do cycling. If you don't like doing 
heavy weightlifting, maybe don't do it. I do always, I'm always a big proponent for resistance training and strength training. So I will say to try and find something that you enjoy that maybe does encompass that. Um, and then find two to three days where you can focus on movement. Maybe you start off with just going for walks, you guys, three 20 minute walks a day. Then after three weeks, maybe it's thir- three 30-minute walks a day. Then maybe you back down and do two 30-minute walks. Um, oh, uh, not not three 30-minute walks a day. Three 30-minute walks a week. <laughs> you get what I'm saying. Then maybe you drop one of those walks and you replace it with a resistance training workout. Then maybe a month later, you are now doing two resistance trainings and two walks. Build upon it, okay? That's progressive overload. That is getting better over time. And then within that workout, maybe you hit that four days and you're like, hey, that's perfect for me. Awesome. Now you're going to try and increase weight. You're going to try and increase reps. Always be intentional. As you get stronger, don't just do what you did four weeks ago. Try and add a little bit of weight or try and add an extra rep. Okay. That's how you're going to keep moving forward. But set yourself up for success. Okay. Do not try and tackle it all at once. I think that's when we start to uh, set ourselves up for failure. Cause then the second you maybe get to a point where you're like, Oh my gosh, I just can't keep up. That's when all of a sudden you take a week off. And then now it trickles into two weeks and then three weeks. And then sure enough, four months down the road, you're trying to figure out how to start again. So make sure you're setting yourself up for success. And then ask for help, ask for an accountability partner, Uh, tell somebody about your goals. You guys, I know for me right now with all these business ventures, it's been so hard. I know I've like, I've kind of like talked to you guys about it a little bit, but it's so hard because there's so many things that I'm doing right now that I'm not sharing with you when I so genuinely want to, but it makes me feel like, like I won't be on my stories all day long. And I'm like, Oh, it's because I can't show them this. I can't show them this. I'm, I'm recording it all, so I'll be able to show you all eventually, but it makes me feel detached, right? It makes me feel like I'm not sharing my journey. It kind of makes me feel like when I was pregnant and I was pregnant for the first, you know, 11 and a half weeks of the little one, but didn't tell you guys because I was, you know, I don't know. A lot of people don't share the first trimester. And then same with Caden. We didn't share with anybody until 14 weeks because we were just so nervous. So when you go through these seasons of life that you're not telling people about it or sharing about it, sometimes it makes you just feel like, I don't know. It's, I don't know. It's different. It feels like you're not sharing a part of your life. So I think a lot of us, especially with health and fitness, we get nervous to tell somebody about it because that means that you could possibly fail, right? Maybe you don't want to tell your significant other or your best friend because then if they don't notice the weight loss or if they don't notice that you're working out, it, it's kind of like, you know, I tell them about it, but am I putting in the work? But I really think it's important to have that accountability partner. You guys know I have my private Facebook groups, all of that, and that is what it is there for. It's to allow people to have that place so that they can feel, um, I don't know, accountable and a part of something and a part of a community. So, um, you know, ask for help. Uh, if you are starting a business venture, tell somebody about it. Get excited about what it is that you're striving for. I think a lot of us take fear first. So you're working on this goal, you're working on this aspiration, this health and fitness goal, this relationship, whatever, and we choose to hold on to fear as opposed to joy and excitement. Lean into the joy and excitement. Let that fuel you. Yes, you'll have your days where that joy and excitement is not there, but let that fuel you. Write everything down. Tell somebody about it. Um, That's what I'm doing uh, with this new business that I have. I have my tagline. I have everything. And so there are days where I'm just like, what the actual heck am I doing? Like, what am I doing? And I have to look back at that tagline and that purpose and the why behind the company. And I'm like, okay, this is why. And it just calms me down, resettles everything, and I'm ready to start up again. So anyways, that is all I have for you guys today. I know it's, um, I wish I had exact steps for you guys, but as you know, I always say, 
we can relate to one another, but be on completely different journeys. And I also think it's very important to give you guys some of the tools, but I really want you guys to know that you will have your own path in all aspects of life, whether it's your relationship, your career, your health and fitness. I do not want to give you the, here's your 10 steps to success because I don't have them. I don't know them, nor do I think it's valuable to share that with you because if step four doesn't work for you, you might feel like you're failing. So take your steps, but those steps are yours. Okay. Where are you going to begin? It's going to look different for you than it's going to for me, but there's core things that can help you get there. I would love to help you. Um, but I also think it's important as a lot of us are obviously in social media, it's our brains are saturated with all sorts of information, programs being thrown at us left and right. Now it's summertime. So we're trying to figure out, you know, is it crunch time? The other day I was on Pinterest and it was like, lose cellulite, all your cellulite, cellulite in two weeks. And it's just, I remember you guys, I wish I could show you guys all the things I used to screenshot back in the day of, you know, three minute abs, do this every day and you'll have this. And it's just so sad that I was fell victim of all of that. Um, and I just think it's so important for us to know that we all are going to have different places that we start, different places that uh, we're headed. Um, so where we begin is going to look different for everybody, but I do think you can take away a lot from this episode in terms of where you are at now and how you might be able to take that first step. So I appreciate you all. Um, hopefully this resonated with some of you guys. And as always, you know, I just kind of love sharing where I'm at and where things are going. So I feel like at the moment, there's so many things I'm just so excited to share with you guys, but, um, I don't know. I just appreciate this community more than, you know, and it's been so fun to see all of your guys' comments and emails coming in. So thank you so, so much. I love you all make it a great day and I'll catch you in the next one. Thank you so much for tuning in to today's podcast. Your continued support means more than you know. If you enjoyed today's podcast, it would be greatly appreciated if you could leave us a review and subscribe to the podcast, as well as screenshot this episode and share it on your social media. I would like to thank each and every one of you, as well as my editor and producer, Michael, for making this podcast possible. I appreciate each of you so much. And if you'd like to know more about me or follow me on other social medias, you can find me on all platforms at Carly Andel. Thank you again, and I'll catch you in the next episode.